Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. All right, welcome everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you, and we're going to get right to it as uh, we drop the puck on today's show with our headliner today for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We welcome back to the show who's... Uh, Kindly joining us uh, now of TNT, the greatest player in the history of the game, and uh, spent uh, several years in the Oilers organization as a player, and later in a uh, 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 upper management role. We welcome back to the show Wayne Gretzky. Hello, Wayne. It's Bob. How you doing? Great, Bob. How are we doing today? Everything good? Everything's good. The only thing that's bad is you wish you were still playing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Vegas got a real yeah. good team, but the Oilers were right there. Uh, you're working the series for TNT. Uh, what are your thoughts on what you're seeing? Well, first of all, um, it's bittersweet, isn't it? It looks like the Oilers are going to lose to uh, Colorado, who won the Stanley Cup, and all goes the way it should go, uh, Vegas winning uh, a year later. So it probably just shows how close the Oilers really are. Um, they're right there. But, yeah, it's been an interesting series. Uh, you know, I I said in game two, I didn't think Montour uh, was himself. And then we come to find out that he flew all the way back to Florida. Uh, his wife had a baby. He flew all the way back to Vegas. And, I think that, you know, he's such an important part of their team that that was a tough game for him to uh, give him full marks for going back and forth and still playing. And then um, to Chuck, uh, it's obvious that uh, he's playing hurt. Uh, as you know, in this day and age, they don't really tell you what's going on, but I think that everyone who's watching realizes he's got somewhat of a, a bad shoulder. Um and on the other side of things, uh, Vegas has just been remarkable. Uh, their best player, Eichel, has played really well. Their 6D uh, have uh, kind of eliminated a lot of chances. Their fourth line with Waugh is playing really well. And goaltender Aiden Hill has been spectacular. So they look to be the better team right now. But listen, we've followed this Florida team a little bit now. I've never seen a team that has this much grit and this much passion. They just battle every night, and I wouldn't count them out uh, because of their uh, history. They won game five in Boston and won game seven in Boston against maybe the best regular season team that we've ever seen. So they're not out of this by any stretch of the imagination, but Vegas is clicking on all cylinders right now, and they're playing extremely well. We're joined by Wayne Gretzky from TNT, of course, Oilers legend. Wayne, uh, you know, it's interesting. Gary Bettman wanted competitive balance. The Florida Panthers finished 17th. Calgary missed the playoffs. They finished 16th. Does this just illustrate? Uh, and, you know, the Oilers went on a run coming in once we started the cap system back in 05-06. Uh, that was the first year, you know, where we had a hard salary cap in the league. And first year we had a salary cap. Does this illustrate that we have competitive balance? That if, you know, one of these top, it's not a matter of top two or three teams. Given the year, you can't have teams like Florida that were 17th in the league standings playing in the fifth game of the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, it's really incredible. It's great for our sport. And I think it goes back to when L.A. finished eighth in the West and they won the Stanley Cup. So you can see that uh, our sport definitely has competitive balance. 
I can't imagine being Pittsburgh right now, uh, knowing the fact that they could have got in had they beat Chicago at home and won in Columbus, and they lost those two games to miss the playoffs, and which ultimately got Florida in. And Buffalo only missed by one point, and they got a really good young team. So there's definitely competitive balance in our sport uh, like we've never seen before. Uh, and that's what Gary Bettman wanted when he got the hard salary cap. He wanted teams like the smaller market cities, uh, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, uh, to have a competitive chance. And that's what he's done. And it's great for our sport. And listen, this Florida team, they just keep grinding it out. Uh, I, I give them full marks. Even the other night, being down 3 nothing in game four, and all of a sudden it's 3-2 with 15 minutes left, and they got a chance to tie it and send it in overtime. So the, the hockey, as you can see, uh, the teams are pretty closely balanced now. Wayne, you uh, you went to six Stanley Cups. You won four in Edmonton. Of course, lost the Islanders in 83 and the Canadians in 93 when you were a member of the Kings. When you get this deep into the Stanley Cup playoffs, what's the is rest and recovery the biggest key uh, for players? What do you think it is? Well, let me tell you, I've been going back and forth, and I remember doing it as a player, and you just do it, right? It was part of what made us athletes, and I'm more tired probably than the players. I said, you know, it's great to be back in the Stanley Cup Finals. When I was a player, you know, you, you watch videos, uh, you practice, you train, you eat properly, you get your rest. Now that I'm in the TV booth, they get facials and manicures and uh, haircuts to be ready for the final. So it's it's changed for me a little bit. But, you know, rest is so important for these guys, especially going co- uh, coast to coast. The, the good news is both teams seem to be trying to play all four lines and all six defensemen. So, you know, it's tough and it's grinding, but rest is so important right now. They're probably watching more video and less practice time than they do during the season. Wayne, you were a guy at the start of the season. Now, we don't get TNT. A lot of a lot of fans, you know, you can maybe see some of the stuff online, but, you know, it's it's not available in typical cable packages, uh, unfortunately. But you said at the start of the year you were a big believer in Stuart Skinner. You said, watch Stuart Skinner. And remember the other guys in the TNT panel were looking at you like, really? Uh, what did you know that they didn't know, Wayne? Well, I talked to my brother a lot, and he's in Bakersfield, and he would tell me religiously that Stuart Skinner is one of the best players in the American League, not the best goalie, one of the best players. So I got my information from the inside, and he said once he gets his confidence and once he gets the net, he's going to be hard to take away. So, you know, my my, uh, congratulations to him. He just had an outstanding year. Um, You know, probably the playoffs were a learning curve for him, but – He's a great competitive young man, and he loves being in Edmonton. He loves playing there, and good for him. He just had a tremendous year. He made me look good on the panel like I knew what I was talking about, which I don't always uh, always know what I'm talking about. But on this one, I had the inside information. Uh, the Oilers, we have Matthias Eckholm coming up later on today's show, Wayne. Is, I mean, you saw what a difference he meant to that hockey team. And, and you said at the start of this interview, it's, it's a little bit bittersweet for Oilers fans because there's a distinct possibility two straight years Edmonton loses you know, to the eventual Stanley Cup champion. But that was was a gutsy move. The Oilers gave up a lot of assets to get Ekholm. He looked like a pretty good fit, didn't he? Yeah, you know, to be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. And we see that in Florida in the sense that Tuchuk from Calgary, they sent an unreal hockey player, Jonathan Huberto, to uh, Calgary after finishing first overall. That's a gutsy move. 
And for Kenny, uh, Tyson Berry, for people who probably maybe know or don't know, he was probably one of the most well-liked guys in the locker room, and he ran that potent power play that was maybe the greatest power play we've seen in NHL history. So to, to, to make a move like that takes a lot of guts. And, you know, Tyson was missed in Edmonton probably by his teammates and what he brought to the uh, locker room. But at the end of the day, you know, it's about winning. And the Ekholm trade was probably a really good trade for the Edmonton Oilers and for Nashville, what they're trying to redo and get going with their organization. So my hat goes off to the Oilers for making that move, and I think it made them a better team. Wayne, you're the highest scoring player in NHL history. Uh, Most of our listeners would say you're the greatest player that's ever lived. Have we ever seen a player before like Connor McDavid, in your opinion? No, never before. And he's going to go down maybe as the greatest player ever lived. He's still got probably 12 really good years in him. Uh, I've never met a guy more dedicated to the sport. As you know, he probably skates every day in the summertime. He never seems to take his skates off. Uh, I remember telling him when we filmed that commercial in L.A., he had his skates on for eight hours. And uh, I remember telling him, if Mike Barnett had me in skates in a commercial for more than an hour, he wouldn't be my agent. (laughs) So... This, he's an extraordinary young man who loves to play, and they got two of the top probably five or six players in the game and Leon and Connor. So good days are ahead for them with Kenny running this organization, and I see them having a, a nice run next year again, and they'll be back. Wayne, just to wrap up here, you, you know, we've watched the TNT panel, which for me is, you know, you guys, it's it's an awesome panel when I'm down on the States, get a chance to see it. But they had you do something a little different. I met Vinny Viola the night of the 85 Oilers reunion at Rogers Place. The Panthers right. were in town that year. Uh, I know you had a chance to interview him. What was that like for you? You know, a few of the owners, obviously, around the league. And the, these, you know, the ownership plays an important role in the success of organizations, Wayne. Yeah, they do. And listen, I used to sit beside them because at the Board of Governor meetings, it's alphabetical order, and the Oilers uh, sit beside the Florida Panthers. And I'd sit beside Vinny at all the meetings, and just a really, truly wonderful man that served in the military, did a lot of great things for the military, and still does to this day. And he loves hockey in Florida. I remember when we walked in, I said, just so you know, I'm probably more nervous about doing this interview than you are. I'm, I'm usually getting asked the questions, which is easy for me to sit here and have a conversation. I'm a little bit nervous. And he started laughing, but what a really nice man. He's put a lot of money and time and effort into helping grow the sport in Florida. He hung in there through some tough times, and good for him. People are talking about the Panthers down there now, and people want to go to the games, and Kids want to play youth hockey. Girls want to play. So good on him. He deserves all the accolades he's getting. And, Wayne, for you, do you take some personal pride as you were, uh, you know, on uh, you know, on that you were a governor for the Edmonton Oilers? Do you take personal pride in what's happened here in Edmonton uh, in terms of downtown being revitalized and the Oilers are a half franchise under the guidance of Daryl Cates? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think – they got a really good young coach. they got a good organization. Uh, Kenny Holland has proven himself over and over. All right. Uh, that's a drop. You know what we're going to do? I I, I want to – Brendan, can you see if you can work on re, relining up? Yeah, we'll give him a call. Do you got the number? Okay. Okay. Uh, Here's what we'll do, Brendan. Why don't we throw it to break here at 1218. Oh, hold on. He's calling right back. He's calling right back. Uh, 
better instead of going to a break. I think we're going to see if we can uh, go back to Wayne. Wayne, you were just saying, uh, uh, you talking yeah, about the organization and what was being built. Hey, if you guys want to cut me off, do not tell me goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's happened to me before. No, but I was just saying, what a great organization. They do a lot in the community, and Daryl and Renee are tremendous, proud owners of the Edmonton Oilers. And you know what? I always call them and talk to them and wish them good luck. You know, my heart's always with the Oilers. And so I'm always pulling for them to win that next championship, which would be unreal for the city. But... You know, it's just it's an unreal game. It's the greatest game in the world, and we have so many good people from the players and the trainers and the coaches and even the odd uh, play-by-play guy. So, you know what? It's a great sport. Oh, Wayne, thank you very much for taking time to join us, and uh, have a great show tomorrow night, all right? All right, you guys take care, and watch out for those wins. It came through Coeur d'Alene, and... A lot of people got uh, sites wiped, so be careful tomorrow. All right, there you have it. That is Wayne Gretzky of TNT, of course, uh, was a governor for the Edmonton Oilers uh, just prior to the pandemic for about, uh, I guess it would have been three or four years. Wayne Gretzky, does he really need a introduction? Uh, kind enough to join us here on Oilers Now to drop the puck on today's show. We'll tell you that you can reach us at any time in the River Creek. Did he did, did he say we just need to hang up on him if we want to hang up on him? Anyways, is that what he said? I think we have permission to cut the great one off. Yeah, there you go. The great one joining us here on Oilers Now. The River Creek Resort and Casino hotline is 780-496-0063. Donate your way in for as little as $10 to the Wildfire Benefit Concert with Honeymoon Suite Friday, July 14th. 100% of the funds benefit the Red Cross Alberta Wildlife Relief uh, Fund. Visit RiverCreekResort.com for more information. 1220 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. 1223 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott with you. We just heard from Wayne Gretzky. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Doesn't matter how often we hear the guy speak, it's an absolute pleasure to hear Wayne Gretzky's insight and experience in the game of hockey. Thanks so much uh, uh, for having him on. You guys are really lucky to get him. We are. There's no question about it. Wayne Gretzky to open today's uh, show. He was our headliner for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 7804960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. Uh, we at this time are going to go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Direct workwear bringing you women's workwear. A women's only workwear store opening soon, just four doors down from direct workwear on Gateway Boulevard. Check them out at womensworkwear.ca. Elliot Friedman. Courtesy of Abe's Door Service joins us every Friday. He had this to say, just as we tipped into the weekend, on the early activity in the NHL trade market. I think there's still going to be a lot of action because there always is. Uh, people say, oh, it's going to be quiet. It's never quiet. Stuff always happens. The reason I'm not surprised that uh, a lot happened early is because, first of all, I think Columbus wants to... Uh, I, I think Columbus wants to let everybody know that it's going to be different there. And the other thing, too, is is that it's not a great free agent class. So if you see someone you target, go get them now. The other thing here is if it cap does stay only a million, there aren't going to be a ton of teams. Like, LA had to clear room. There aren't going to be a ton of teams that are able to do it. So if you can get going fast and get your cap cleared, 
there's there's a benefit to that. So I think that's why. Look, look, Philadelphia got three top two round picks. That's what they want. Columbus got a D. That's what they want. LA got the opportunity to clear room. If you want to do that, you're not going to be able to wait very long. That's Elliot Friedman uh, joining us on Friday's edition of Oilers Now. Again, the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Our top story today for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Wayne Gretzky joining us uh, from Las Vegas. The Vegas Golden Knights one game away from winning the Stanley Cup. You heard Wayne's comment. Bittersweet for the Oilers. Could lose two consecutive years to the eventual Stanley Cup champion. Wayne saying the Oilers are right there. I think most of us agree on that, but you would have loved to have seen Edmonton push it over the goal line this year. As we get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist, Elite Promo Marketing, has been Edmonton uh, Promotional Marketing has been Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 plus years. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com and uh, Brendan, news out of Calgary to start. Yeah, Ryan Huska, the new head coach officially announced today, the 47 year old, no stranger to the club. He's been an assistant with the big club for the last five seasons and has also coached with the American League affiliate for a few years prior to that. In Toronto, you may have heard Shane Doan joining the Maple Leafs front office. He's an assistant now to uh, general manager Brad Treeliving. We know that the Stanley Cup will be in the house at T-Mobile Arena tomorrow night. The Golden Knights looking to close out Florida in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final. You will hear that unfold on 6.30, Chad, at 6 o'clock. Waiting to hear whether any supplemental discipline is on the way for Alex Petrangelo for leaving the penalty box at the end of game four in the win. Uh, people seem really split on that one. Business mogul Steve Apostolopoulos is out of the bidding for Ottawa. Even a couple of weeks ago seemed like he might have been the front runner. And this is interesting. A Connecticut governor has a group that's interested in buying the Coyotes and moving a team back to Hartford, Bob. I wonder what that would look like. Uh, well, who would move from the East back to the West. I think that might be the bigger issue as well. Hey, uh, Kurt Levins uh, from the Cult of Hockey every three months puts out the numbers and uh, congratulations to uh, Jason Greger and Reed Wilkins for some rock solid uh, numbers over the course of the, uh, the most recent uh, book. It was, let's just put it this way. It was uh, not a surprise a lot of Oilers talk out there, and it was a good book for uh, a lot of uh, a lot of different people. I know Brendan, we we monitor uh, lots of different things, and I know where Kurt had us uh, ranked uh, with uh, full coverage, which means Edmonton and surrounding areas two plus, which means everybody. But just on the podcast, because a couple different guys have tipped me off in this in, in the past, uh, including uh, Josh Marshall, who does the Two Mutts podcast. Were you able to? What sort like? How would we do over the last calendar year, as an example, on orders now? How many downloads would we have to the show? Well, I looked it up and just out of curiosity, and over seven million individual downloads over the last calendar year. So tell me, this hockey market isn't absolutely that tells you everything you need to know right there. We got seven million. You know what? Orders have great fans, and uh, we have people obviously that uh, find ways to to find the show, and it's much appreciated. So, and and hey, that's that's what happens when the team does well everybody does well let's hope it keeps going you heard Wayne Gretzky he's pretty optimistic about it John Shannon coming up at 12:35 after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn